Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a ton going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. It'll be Dr. Carol Swain at the bottom of the hour. She is the doctor who says, well, she's one of them, who says she was plagiarized by Claudine Gay at Harvard. Gay, of course, survives plagiarism. Harvard says, yeah, it's not that bad. And um, and the alleged anti-Semitism on campus there at Harvard, she's going to be fine. And the reason given, she's a black woman. Well, here's the problem. Dr. Swain is also a black woman. And she's the one who says she's aggrieved. And I guess that, that doesn't matter. So they're looking out for people of color. They're looking out for people who are women. They're looking out for intersectional people and saying, you can't get rid of the first black female Harvard president in 350 years over something so little as plagiarism. Listen, this is supposed to be the lead educator at Harvard. You can't be stealing people's stuff and claiming it as your own. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Make sure you stick around. She's at the bottom of the hour. That is uh, Carrie Lockheed. Polls get it done. Sam making it happen as well. Do appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Carrie, have you got the latest on Claudine Gay? Because the, this whole thing over the weekend really got to a fever pitch. And you've got people uh, from the far left, these anti-racist people, these fill-in-the-blank social justice warriors, all trying to defend her. And they haven't given a good reason why. What's the latest? From Fox News, Boston's leading newspaper called out Harvard University for its confusing message on plagiarism after the university backed and battled President Claudine Gay amid allegations she plagiarized past academic writings. Last week, the university's governing board released a confusing statement that appeared to confirm a few instances of plagiarism without using that word. The Boston Globe editorial board wrote on Monday, Gay faced scrutiny last week after media outlets reported several instances of alleged plagiarism in Gay's past writings. Harvard Corporation said an independent academic probe discovered a few instances of inadequate citation in her writings as well. However, they found no violation of Harvard standards for research misconduct. And despite this, Gay said she would be proactively requesting four corrections in two articles to insert citations and quotation marks that were omitted from the original publications. The Globe accused Harvard of putting out a seemingly contradictory message on plagiarism. If Gay didn't violate any standards of research, why would she need to correct anything, the paper asked. Harvard's own guidelines on plagiarism published on its website don't seem to fit what the governing board's statement is either, the Globe noted. Under a section entitled, What Constitutes Plagiarism? The university says it is considered plagiarism to draw any idea or any language from someone else without adequately crediting that source in your paper. At the university goes on to call this unacceptable act, stealing someone else's work, whether intentionally or by accident. However, the paper pointed to Harvard's Faculty of Arts and Sciences interim policy and procedures for responding to allegations of research misconduct, which has a different qualifier for plagiarism, saying it must be committed intentionally, knowingly, or recklessly. Well, how could they know that? <sighs> but, uh, honestly, I mean, l- let me ask you a question. You're a smart lady. Uh-huh. I take a news story you wrote earlier. 
It's your your thoughts on a story you went and reported. I take it and I take three paragraphs out of it wholesale, and I pop it into a story that I want to put out there as my own. Mm, no, not not cool. I don't say I got it from Carrie Lockie. I don't say Carrie Lockie said. I don't say it's from Carrie Lockie's work. Carrie Lockie reported this earlier and said this. I just take it. Now, is there some way to perceive whether I meant to take it or didn't mean to take it? No. Because no. the last line, Harvard appears to say, it depends on whether it was intentional. Yeah, knowingly or recklessly. So if I read your story and I stole part of it, I know that I'm taking it and I'm putting it in my story, no? Yes. Because I don't I don't think you can accidentally plagiarize, can you? Is it possible? I guess it's possible, but to accidentally plagiarize? You do a term paper, you do a, a hypothesis, you do some some article in a magazine. And I sit down and I write word for word three or four paragraphs. Is that possible? No. Without having read yours? No, I don't think so. That yeah. just sounds really dumb. Now I they keep telling me that Harvard is filled with some of the smartest people on the planet. If that's the case, how is it possible that the president of Harvard could have stolen, word for word, verbatim, the works of people like Carol Swain and not known it? I don't think they could have. I think that would be pretty difficult to sell, wouldn't it? Yes. So the standard for plagiarism is if you knowingly and intentionally take the work of someone else without citation, and use it as your own. Where's the argument that she didn't know? Or that it was by mistake? She seems to be saying somebody forgot to put the citations in. She was like, oh, I'm going to make sure they correct these four where they were um, uh, inadequately cited or cited. And uh, it's I don't think she would use the word accidentally. I think she might have said unintentionally left out. So, but the paper is right. Why correct anything if you don't think you've done anything, if it wasn't plagiarism, if you don't think you did anything wrong? Let so it stand. Is she admitting she stole the works of others and she meant to cite it, but they accidentally forgot? Um, Unintentionally yeah. didn't do the citing? It's got to be what she's saying because nothing else even gets close to being, I mean, that's not passable either, but nothing else even gets close. It, it, to me... It is what it is what it is. I, I remember doing it back in the day. Okay, yes, you're old enough to remember this. We used encyclopedias. Yes. We didn't use the Internet. True. We used encyclopedias. We'd go look something up, and that was actually pretty cool. We would read about it and maybe jot down a key word or two about the species of fish we were investigating or whatever it was. And then we would write, okay, this species of fish comes from Antarctica, and the polar bear likes to eat it, and blah, blah, blah. It, we would put it in our own words. We would not you know, take a section of the, the page of the encyclopedia and copy it word for word. That would be kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. and, and if you were caught, that would be called plagiarizing or just writing word for word out of somebody else's work. Now, the caveat here seems to be, and this is what really bothers me about the Claudine Gay story. A lot of, a lot of things bother me about the story. But, you know, I've got such an affinity for Dr. Swain. We've had her on a million times. She's, she's great. She's going to get more in-depth about how it made her feel. She, she went through the, the gamut of emotions when she found out that this was happening. But when you look at it, all she had to do was, say, from the 1994 book, Blah, 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 by Carol M. Swain. That's all she had to do. And then you think about it, why wouldn't somebody do that? 
I can't think of another reason other than she wanted people to think she wrote it. Mm-hmm. She wanted people to think it was her original thought. Or she's so incompetent that didn't properly cite it. And for me, because I'm not qualified to be the president of Harvard, I'm not. I'll tell you that right now. For me, that, that disqualifies her and she should be out of a job. A, you plagiarized her out of a job. Or B, you took somebody else's work and didn't properly cite it. You can't be the boss of, of education here. You got to go. So what exactly is keeping her job? Oh, let me say, black female. But then again, the agreed party is a black female. Why are they acting like Dr. Swain is less black and less female somehow? She's not. It just blows my mind. And and again, you've got a system. It's starting to become really, really obvious to me that the entirety of Boston and Massachusetts politics and even branching all the way down to D.C. is somehow run through the Harvard uh, politician mill. Elizabeth Warren has a big say here. Like I said last hour, Michelle Wu was one of her disciples. Claudine Gay is involved in that somehow. You've got, I mean, you've got people that are being elected. Ayanna Presley, why is she one of your senators? I don't get it. Or representatives, I should say. Why, why, why is Elizabeth Warren still your senator? I don't, I don't understand. I'm confused. Because there's something going on where Harvard is is they've got a lot of say. They've got a lot of leverage when it comes to who's going to be the people running the joint. Because there's no possible way that a woman who thinks you should separate people by race at a holiday party should be the mayor of that great city. There's no way this woman who plagiarized and didn't cite properly writing should be the the boss over at Harvard. There's no way Elizabeth Warren should be your senator. She's the dope. Well, let's be honest. So I'm, I'm not really sure what to do from here other than say... What she did would have gotten any of us fired. I mean, if I, and this is probably something you could simply go after me. If I listen to Hannity today, and I listen to his monologue, and I jotted it down as he said it, came out and did the exact same monologue, I think he's got a claim. Unless I say, I heard my friend Sean say this today. If I just come out and try to act like it's mine, I think that's a problem. Now, do we all take a little bit here, take a little bit there? Listen, I'm a musician. I've listened to saxophone players for as long as I can remember, learning from them. And, yeah, there's a lick here and a line there that you'll grab. And they're obviously a line, if you're into jazz music, that you would know from a Coltrane or a Charlie Parker or somebody. But you don't go in and just steal everything. I mean, there are omnibooks that are written out exactly what they they played and if I were to write that same book and use the same the same notes and the same everything, I would be plagiarizing from the Charlie Parker Omnibook. For those of you in San Antonio, I'm not talking about the morning guy. I'm talking about the saxophone player back in the 50s and 40s. At the end of the day, give proper credit. End of the day, when you're stealing something wholesale, not just getting an inspiration from something. You know, carrying an inspiration is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I watched a movie last night. I was inspired to write an essay about it, or I was inspired to... To do to to do a short video similar to that in the way they framed it, but not copy it. No, you can't copy and it. And how are Harvard professors supposed to keep their students accountable when they know you can't plagiarize in class? You're not supposed to on your own papers. Well, the Harvard president can do it. It's a great point. <laughs> I'm sorry, you gave me a bad grade because I plagiarized. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. That's a great point. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one. 7247JoePags.com. Listen, I'll hear your arguments if you want to tell me she shouldn't be fired, or I want to hear your reaction to the fact that she's still on the job. 
I want to hear your reaction to the fact that you just found out, and this should not matter, but to some of you it might, that the person she stole from is also a black female. Does that change your mind? And we'll have her on at the bottom of the hour in about 16 minutes. It'll be Dr. Swain. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Love telling you about Super Beats. Super Beats, uh, heart healthy energy. It's what it is. It's an energy level you can rely on that's going to give you a, a great support system for your blood pressure, your circulation, your blood flow, your nitric oxide production. It's a healthy level of, of energy. It's not some really high high from too much caffeine or, or sugar high, then you're going to have a big sugar low. You don't need any of that. What you need is Super Beats Heart Chews. In fact, paired with a healthier lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. And I mention nitric oxide all the time. It's the miracle molecule that we produce. This helps to support the production of nitric oxide, which, again, supports a healthy blood flow. Why not do this right now? Double your potential. With Super Beats Heart Chews, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at JoeLovesBeats.com. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-Beats.com. And we're back after this. Joe Pad is me. Show 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. It's okay to plagiarize a little bit, is it? You're a black woman in America at Harvard, and you're the first black woman to hold the, the position. That means that you can just be whoever you want to be, do anything you want to do because of immutable characteristics. I mean, she has no say that she's a black female. Just say, I have no say that I'm, a, I'm an Italian guy or white man, whatever. Uh, it, it, we don't have any say in that couple of people got together, and boom, there's a baby. So, I mean, I'm not really sure why you get special privileges because of that or why you get um, the allowance to violate policy at the school you're supposed to be the president of. It's very strange. And again, did I mention that Carol Swain is who she stole from? Um, that she's also a black female, somebody who is acclaimed, who has, back to the early 1990s, been acclaimed and won awards because of her writings. And this person jumps in, uh, Johnny Come Lately, just steal her stuff. And you can't say, if you say anything, they, well, why do you hate the black people? Just just go and look on on the X, I'm telling you. Whoever that person is, I don't know her name, but she wrote the 1619 Project, which is a, a fable, by the way. There's a book called 1620 that, that debunks the whole thing. But she's out there in the lead. Oh, she's a black woman, you got to leave her alone. Basically saying that. I don't get it. I don't want to lower the bar for anybody, depending on what their ancestry is. I want all people... To work hard and benefit from that hard work. Here's somebody who did not work hard. She took somebody else's writings and used them as her own. This is a problem. In fact, Carrie, I can make you the, the argument that Harvard should offer the job to, to Carol Swain. Oh, um, might be a pretty good argument, actually. I mean, if, if her stuff was so good mm-hmm. that this that this educator or so-called educator needed her stuff to get the job, I'm give it to Carol. Why not, right? Maybe, maybe I'll get that job for her. I'll get that job for her. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. We do have a PAGS parody. I'll probably bring it to you again next hour. It's called um, We're Ending All Your White Privilege. It is a Christmas song. It's a happy Christmas song, to be honest. Happy Christmas song? I mean, I I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until the white man showed up. Yeah.
Was, How was he doing there? It's no good, was it? I did see that picture all sitting around the table. <laughs> right, and there, there he she is. is with her husband, the big old smile on his so face. So dumb. Okay. He's dumb. <laughs> I don't get it. Let me go to uh, to Angela in California. Angela, what's going on? Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I just um, referenced this um, leader of the Harvard. I think it's really a slippery slope to allow people to get away with it. I don't know if it's because she's black or whatever, but just to allow it at all, you know, yeah. just because time's gone by, because that kind of is an incentive to go ahead and try and get away with it. If you can just, you know, it's almost like statute of limitations, you know, um, it, whereas if you know it's going to follow your career, you're going to be less inclined, less inclined to do that. So, Angela, I agree with you wholeheartedly. By the way, it is because she's a black female. That's why. You can just see the, the usual suspects that show up and always defend anybody depending on their immutable characteristics. Uh, and they're, they're pretending they don't know that Carol Swain has the same characteristics. It's just stupid. But this is why they're doing it, because they're literally writing in their responses on X or Twitter. They're writing in their responses, she's the first black female to have the job in 350 years. And then they talk about whatever their argument is. What does that have to do with it? That's like KJP showing up saying, I am an immigrant, I am black, I am female, and I'm gay. That was just the gauntlet. Here's the gauntlet. You can't criticize me now because i got all these things going for me, which doesn't make any sense. That actually says, I don't have to be good at the job because of what I look like or who my parents were, which doesn't make sense. I want you to be good at your job to get the benefits of being good at your job. It's called meritocracy. It's called working hard. It's called work ethic. Where is the work ethic if you're stealing somebody else's writings, passing them off as your own, and then you somehow survive because of something that had nothing to do with why you did that? Very strange. Adam, Michigan, talk to me. Hi. Hello. Hello. One of the things, at the very least, she owes the lady a formal apology. Another thing that needs to be looked at to see if this is one of her habits of ripping off other people. If she's made a habit of this, then she definitely needs some kind of uh, reprimand, some kind of punishment. Yeah, she's done it several times. And uh, when I talk to Doc, Dr. Swain, who you're going to hear at the bottom of the hour, Adam, thank you. When, when you hear Dr. Swain, you'll hear her talk about the fact that, well, she's doing it here to get into Harvard. And she's doing it for that paper and for this writing, for this dissertation. Then what makes you think this is the first time she did it? So I, I think the caller makes an excellent point. How many times has she done it where nobody has said anything? How many times has she done it where people were afraid to say anything because of her characteristics? And again, I, I don't think Dr. Swain has heard from this lady. She certainly hasn't apologized in public about doing it. What she said, according to that story that Carrie read a little while ago, was that we're going to go back and make the, and put some sites in there. We're going to cite some articles in there that, that, um, I, I didn't say accidentally. I, I guess. Un, what was the word? Because it goes into what Harvard mm, said, looking. unintentionally left out, I think. Probably I think something it was like unintentional. That. Yeah, because yeah, at the end, Harvard says, well, if it's unintentional, it's not really plagiarism. You see how that sort of worked hand in hand? Yeah. And how is Harvard, the corporation, responding to its own president's problem? Maybe an outside investigation should come in? Harvard investigated itself? Is that what happened here? I mean, that's what it sounded like in the story. I, yeah, apparently. I guess they did. We've done a, a thorough investigation. We find it's not, not really that bad. It's, not, it's bad, but not that bad. You know? <laughs> How do you do it's not that? not that bad. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to lose your job if this investigation doesn't turn out right. Well, then I'll make sure I do the investigation on myself very well. <laughs> you know, the, the whole thing is just stupid. Here's the fact. Go in blindly 
judge somebody on what it is they bring to the table, and either they get the job and get a raise, or they lose the job and you find somebody else. It's kind of simple. Dr. Carol Swain, when we come back, 888-94-WAGS.com. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.